Hungry Trilobite podcast would like to start by acknowledging these fine conventions. SoonerCon is Central Oklahoma's longest-running pop culture convention. The next event is scheduled for June 24th through 26, 2002 in Norman, Oklahoma. However, they need your help to put on the next event. Please visit SoonerCon.com to find out how you can help make SoonerCon 30 a reality. The Hellmouth Convention The Hellmouth Convention is a celebration of all pop culture, but specifically things like Buffy, Angel, Firefly, and Dr. Horrible. It is held in Los Angeles, California, and the next event is scheduled for June 3rd through 5th, 2022. Proceeds benefit the Los Angeles LGBT Center as well as the Ron Glass Memorial Scholarship Fund. For more information, go to thehellmouth.org. Welcome to today's episode of the Hungry Trilobite Podcast. My name is Aaron Bossig, and I'm going to be your host. I like to spend a lot of time talking about how you can be creative and get into a creative field, regardless of your background, regardless of your history, regardless of your training. And today's guest is a fantastic example of that. Please welcome Einar Haraldson. On tap today, we have Einar Haraldson. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. What about you? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I'm so <laughs> glad to talk to you here because I have a chance to talk to somebody who is as passionate about film and acting as I am. And uh-huh. I think that that's... Uh, you have gotten a start in Iceland. Yeah. And apparently you're making quite a name for yourself. Yeah, at least I'm trying. I'm as a former policeman. <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, you're starting out in civil services and moving your way over? Yeah, moving up. <laughs> what brought that on? <laughs> yeah, I uh, retired and uh, for many years ago I was in uh, with the LAPD for six weeks and I was there with uh, some uh, colleagues who were bodyguards for the uh, celebrities. And this, these celebrities, what I met there, they told me why after I retired, why not go in this business in your, in your country, start in your country and uh, go international. So that was in my mind. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, I took the uh, act of the school here and then uh, starting up, up, up. Or I've been in eight. TV series and uh, three movies, two two American movies, and one Icelandic. Okay, so you you finished uh, acting school how long ago? Uh, two years ago, actually, I finished it. Okay, so I know a lot of actors who would finish acting school or get out of college and they wouldn't get in five shows and eight movies in their lifetime, and you've done it in two years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, people said to me, my age is what needed in this business. So I'm, I'm, I'm I, because I asked, am I too old or am I whatever? So I tried. All, everybody wants to have my age in the movie and the, and the TV series. 
Well, you can't cast a movie with entirely 25-year-olds. It just doesn't look right. No, no. So why, what, what's your feeling getting into the movies? What, what's your feeling getting into the, the, the filmmaking process? Uh, I, I, I'm excited because I'm not nervous going st uh, or standing in front of the camera. I'm not nervous about that. It's, a, it, it, it's always been my passion. So when I got the chance, I jumped on it. Well, being in, in police, you're, you're trained in conflict resolution. You're trained in not being afraid. So yeah. I would think that acting would be a very natural transition now that you're talking about it. Yeah, because most of all my, uh, my uh, what do you call it, my characters in the movies are, I am, I am a policeman. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you... When you graduated, was there a particular type of film you were looking to get into or type of TV show, or were you no. just glad to get anything? Okay. Anything, whatever. Anything. Yeah. So I, I say, people say, people say that, that I have a good humor. I, have a, I could be a comedian. <laughs> I, can, mm, I can see that. I'm not going to be a, any... Uh, Jason Statman or, 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 or like that, but I can be a detective, I can be a policeman, I can no superhero. I could see that too. <laughs> Capes come in all sizes. Yeah, yeah. So one thing, I do love movies from all over. What do you find interesting about the movie scene and the movie industry in Iceland? Yeah, what I've, I have been, I, we are not making many movies here in Iceland, but we have, a, like Iceland is called Hollywood of the North because we have had so many, many uh, coming from the States and making movies here. So, yeah, I, like, like I said, there's not so many movies made here, but TV series are lots of. Okay, so it's, it's a very TV-based culture. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you compare that to what we have here uh, with the, the five major networks and all the streaming, what, what tends to be popular over there? And Netflix is uh, popular there. We have Netflix. Uh, so, so uh, a lot of the, the same superhero shows, uh, yeah. dramas. Yeah. The medic, medical dramas. Yeah. We have, all, of course, yeah, we have a, the, all, all American TV series here shown, like FBI and CIS and uh, all that. This is my, my goal to get into that. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and like you're saying now, since we're all working off of Netflix, we're all working off of the same shows almost, there's not the idea that it's going to take a while to go from one country to the other. You're going to be able to just, if you get in the, in the States, they'll see you in Iceland. They'll see you in France. They'll see you in Belgium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the plan is uh, I have a, a going to the States in January to in uh, Dallas. 
to be in a movie there, a horror movie taken there. This is the uh, my Steve Stephen, my PR. He is planning to put me there. Then I have okay. also also in uh, London, UK, is another movie called Smoking Fist. It's taking now taken in late of this year, like a comedy karate movie. And now let me just stop. A comedy karate movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you have my attention. <laughs> so I was I'm supposed to play uh, be a, like a Japanese guru, karate guru, who's going to teach the young man. Okay. All right, I can see that. <laughs> I'm sure you're trained in self-defense. Are you actually yeah. trained in karate or any martial arts? Uh, judo. We judo. Judo, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's one of those things that you just happen to have the right skill for the right part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to have it. <laughs> the old joke in Hollywood is they ask if you can do something, you just say yes and you figure out how afterward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm told the one exception to that is horse riding. Don't try to fake horse riding. <laughs> no, no, I can see the horse. It, it's, it's okay. Okay. We have, we have lots of horse. Our horses are called ponies because they are so small. Uh huh. Uh huh. But I can ride them. So you, you're saying this is a lifelong dream for you, a lifelong passion. When did that get started? What was there a certain movie or a certain show that drew you in? No, no, nothing. Uh, it, it started when I, like I said, when I was in with the LAPD, 1981. Mm -hmm. I was there for six weeks with the, with the, to see how they work. And they told me that they are also uh, bodyguards for the celebrities. And we went up to the Beverly Hills and met some of them. My, my favorite. <laughs> Movie stars and uh, yeah, we sit down and uh, like I said, after, after I be, be a pencil, it could be some idea. So I, I, I had had that in my mind. It started actually in uh, 1981. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to, to for a frame of reference, I was born in 1981. So this that. <laughs> <laughs> when I say it's a lifelong, maybe maybe it wasn't your entire life, but that was a bit ago, and you must have been very young then. I I was I was uh, no I was born I'm born fifty five. Okay. So I, yeah, I was I was secretary general for the International Police Association, which is for Icelandic section. I travel around the world to see how the police are working. I got a chance to go to, to LA. Um, I, they invite me there, so I went there. So are you pursuing any other projects, like, like making your own shows or getting in with other actors who are taking you under their wing? No, no, I'm only uh, depending on Stephen or the, uh, U.S. market and uh, international market, and uh, here, here I ha I have a like, like a casting 
casting companies here in Iceland, mm -hmm. which, which I'm, I'm registered in. So if they need a song, they call me and I don't. I, the, the internet, uh, the uh, not international, the independent film market is, yeah. is booming now. There's so yeah. many opportunities there for so many different types of people. Exactly. They say also my age is perfect. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's it's we we're looking for variety. We're looking for, for different types of people out there now. Yeah. And so there are lots of roles where it doesn't hurt to to have an accent, to, to have a history, to have a, a skill set. Yeah, I I can have like all kinds of a. Uh, of a, of a, what do you call it? I can talk all kinds. Of, I can talk. I have in my English. I have my Icelandic. I have my Danish. I have my my uh, Spanish. I have. Yeah, I have a. I understand Tagalog. What is Filipino? So I have a. I can. I can talk many languages if needed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And the thing is, you can be funny in those too. That's the real talent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everybody says they're good to have me. Like I was in, in one movie here for one week ago. One of young, still one actor, he said, it's so good to work with you. You're so like a fatherly. You're so, uh, it's so good to be around you. You have your, your, mm -hmm. your, yeah, your, you're always happy. You're smiling and, uh, and make a joke. And that's, that's not to be downplayed because I've known a lot of people in the industry who are not pleasant to be around. At least uh -huh. if the camera's not rolling, and and no, that drags down the whole production. I don't care how big you are. At some point, that just gets old. Yeah, I I said, even though. Well, if even though you are very great, famous on the international or film star or whatever, you're always the same. You're, you're always the same. Mm -hmm. For me, for me, I have I'm the same level as everybody. I'm not I'm not snobbing. I I don't talk to you. I don't talk to you. No, I'm on the same level as everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's not just for acting. I mean, any sort of uh, project, any sort of organization, you don't want to be the guy that nobody wants to be around because that just drags down everybody. Yeah, whether it's exactly. the CEO, whether it's the lead, it, whether it's the yeah. janitor. Uh -huh. Exactly. I'm not that kind of a person. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm totally on the on the on the on my two feet. I found that uh, the when I see a, a production of a show that goes on for ages and ages or a movie cast that gets together for different films, it's because they work well together. It's because they yeah. have a camaraderie. Uh-huh, yeah. That's why some, some of the series, are, they are not renewing it because the character is so, I would say, so bad. Mm -hmm. that's, that's or why. how many great shows how many great shows ended because the lead actor just couldn't get along with everybody else? The show was making money, but they couldn't work. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a bad. Yeah. It, it, 
one thing we we start to get across is that it film production and tv production is really just a, it's a business it's a project there's nothing magical about it on that level no no yeah, everybody have to be uh, together you are even though you are a main character in summer and you are famous isn't don't mind everybody has to work together I, like i said all animals in the forest should be friends <laughs> yeah I could see that. Yeah, now I'm a big fan of the the deer and the squirrels, but the fox seems to like them a little more. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, can you tell me anything about anything that's happened on set with the movies you've made recently? Anything particularly interesting? Yeah, we have we have we have just finished sending one. One TV series called Sisterhood. It's, a, it's a, like a criminal TV series. It's a, yeah, it's a good, good series. I mean, one is also Stella Blomquist. I'm a very police detective. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's going on a set in the morning, early in the morning, and it. In, in the evening, nighttime is a long, long time. And, and every every time you go, you're not two two hours or three hours or four hours. No. It's a yeah. We have like a, like I said, we have a my mind character is is or or TV series is Vietnamese or all Icelandic, and then it's a movies like. Right on Wanted Trail, Covered Creek, which will be out next year. It's an American movie, Rick Groth, director. So now I'm, like I said, now I'm planning to go to States. And it's first is Dallas, just outside Dallas, where the this Exorcist film will be taken, like a horror movie. In January, it will be exciting. Just, just to make sure we're clear, Dallas, Texas, you're saying? Yeah, Dallas, Texas. Because, okay, because I'm I'm familiar with Dallas quite a bit. Yeah. I, I live just north of there. It's a, um, it's, it's a it's a hotel. It's a hotel that we were taking, and they're all all taken in at nighttime. Mm -hmm. So. It's an amazing area to do film production just because the amount of talent in Texas is, is phenomenal. Uh -huh. And that is about, about a murder in, in this hotel. And I'm the uh, sergeant detective with my two colleagues who was investigating mm -hmm. why I, 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 I'm supposed to be the good, mean person. <laughs> now, I mean, I realize you're playing funny guys on occasion and, and, and action-based guys. Has, has there ever been a time on set when your experience as, as a police officer kind of started reflecting in your performance or vice versa? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, always when I'm playing detective. And when I've, also, when I, I'm not playing detective, others are playing policemen, I, I'm thinking, is it? Was it like that when I was in the police force? No, it is, it's, something is wrong here. 
Mm-hmm. This picture, <laughs> and I, I, when I'm telling them how how this this this, and then I say, oh yeah, you were a policeman, yeah yeah, yeah I said yeah I was there for twenty years, so I know what know what 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 it is. Yeah, and that's that's just interesting that that you'd have that kind of experience come back at you. And and you might be able to tell them, you know, hey, it doesn't actually work like this in the real world. Yeah, exactly. I I, I tell them that. I go to the director and say, no, 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 this is not this can't be. We have to change it a little bit. Mm-hmm. We, uh, yeah, so then they, they are talking about, okay, they want to have it just like in a movie in the States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in Iceland, it is not like that. For example, we don't have carry a gun. Policemen are not carrying mm-hmm. here in Iceland. Well, and and those little subtleties will make their their difference here. Like I said, a, a police officer in the the states would have different priorities and and different tactics than one in Iceland or the UK. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. And and sometimes it's hard to to get that across to the audience too if they're not too familiar with with other areas of the world. Yeah, they have to they have to know that. Of course, people don't know what what, what is what what happened in in the next country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know exactly I, what in, in every country I know because I have traveled in in thousands of hundreds of countries just to be with the police. I know how they work and what they are doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love travel so much. I love to see how other parts of the world work because it's the only way you can really find out. Yeah, yeah. I've been in, in I've been in Russia. I've been in Italy, Spain, Greek. I've been in France, all Norwegian country. I've been in. I I've been of course I've been in Philippines and I've been in, yeah. All these these countries in Georgia and in former Russia. That that, that was the terrible most terrible country I have been in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's avoid the terrible ones. But if I could visit Iceland, what would be some of the things you'd point me toward doing or seeing? We have a volcano now. Okay. Yeah, you should see that. And we have lots of places to see. You can be occupied for, for many, 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 many weeks to see if you want to see. Go up to the mountain, go to the yeah glacier. You can be skiing in summer. and. Uh, I'm actually I'm going. I'm actually taking one director is coming here June eighth. I'm going to take him, and he asked me to go with him in the helicopter ride. And he wants to see the volcano, and he wants to see area north of Iceland, and he he wants to see this and that and this and that. He he, he thinks this Iceland is so small he can just walk, but it's not. It takes <laughs> maps can be deceiving. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I like history. I like scenic views, and I've seen so much just in reading about Iceland. I've never even been close to that part of the world. Yeah, we we don't, for example, now we don't have any. There's no COVID, no pandemic here. Everybody's free to come. Who are, who are vaccinated? The American are first one who was. We are welcome welcoming to here to Iceland. We have a lot of America. If you could make a short list of other places to go, any country in the world, where would you 
list them as maybe your top three. Uh, yeah, I would say, of course, Iceland is number one. Sure, that's fair. Philippines is number two. Okay. Very beautiful there. And yeah, other, other is uh, yeah, Spain is also. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 more than reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. With the COVID lifting, I we want to get back out into the world, and I'm I'm looking to go places. So. <laughs> Everybody wants are waiting for travel. <laughs> well, I know I know that you are a busy guy. I'm glad we got to sit down and talk, and I thank you for working through the technical troubles we had earlier. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to get more people to check out your adventures and your movies. Uh -huh. So I want to put everything you told me on the show notes on my website. Yeah. All links to your movies, all links to your, your future adventures. Do you um, have social media accounts, Twitter, I Facebook? Have, I have a Facebook, I have a Instagram, and my website will be on air uh, end of this week or start of next week. It's einarharaldson.com. einar.haraldson.com. I think it's like my website. It will be on and that, all my information is there about my movie, right. about my, my bio and contact and everything. Everything that we talked about is going to be on my website as well, aaronbossig.com. So there's going to be shortcuts to all your info, all your movies. Yeah. I know, uh, this will probably go out in the, in the middle of July. Okay. So I want to thank you so much for doing this, and I would love to have you back as you progress in your adventures in the film industry. I love to be on your show again. All um, right. Please, thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you so much, and have yourself a good week. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. I would like to thank Einar for being my guest today, and I would like to thank you for listening. The past two episodes you heard me talk about SoonerCon and the Hellmouth Con, both two fantastic conventions, and I am going to be talking about them a lot more in the future. But for this episode, I want to return to having a community building segment. This is where we talk about ways to grow the show and bring our fandom closer together, but that cost you nothing and take less than five minutes of your time. I love the conventions I mentioned before because they are non-profit cons that benefit specific organizations. And that's fantastic. And they're not the only conventions out there that do that. What I'm going to ask of you is look up your favorite convention, whether that be a big one or a small one, and find out who runs it. Find out if it benefits somebody. It may be that your favorite convention is charity-based or nonprofit-based or is part of a fan community. And if it happens that your favorite convention is just a corporate-run convention, that's not a bad thing. I'm not down on for-profit cons because they still serve to bring our fandoms together. We meet new friends through them. We have great times. I'm all about conventions wherever we find them and however they come about. All I'm asking is Look into your favorite convention and find out why it's being run and who it's being run by. If you find out something really cool, email me at bossigpodcast.yahoo.com or get me on my Twitter at Aaron Bossig. You can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, 
and we are syndicated on Realm of the Mist, a fantastic podcast network. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.